Welcome to the Photo Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gagne, and on today's podcast, I speak with photographer Patrick James Miller. Patrick is a commercial and editorial photographer based in New York City and has worked with clients such as Golf Magazine, Men's Health, Esquire, and American Express, to name a few. In this interview, I speak to Patrick about how he partnered with his new agent, some of his early assignments, and I also speak to Patrick about his experience photographing the legendary ESPN anchor, Stuart Scott. This is an interview that I really enjoyed doing, so I hope you enjoy it, and thanks so much for listening. All right, well, Patrick James Miller, uh, welcome to the podcast, man. Uh, thanks for taking the time to do this. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, I was excited to talk to you and learn a little bit more about your work. And uh, I guess just kind of start off, I was kind of curious uh, what you've been up to lately, what you've been uh, shooting, anything uh, interesting or challenging or what's been going on? Yeah, there's been uh, a lot of fun stuff, um, a lot of editorial stuff, which is always brings its own you know set of challenges. And uh, recently, I've been shooting some personal work. I photographed some climbers uh, here in New York City um, at a place called Steep Rock, and uh, it was just kind of a personal project to go in um, and kind of photograph some athletes doing some cool stuff that uh, you know isn't your typical athlete. Okay. Um, and it was really fun. Um, we got some really great stuff, and it's been a it's been a good time. That's cool. So it was like indoor rock climbing and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like focusing on portraits of the rock climbers, and 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 then also. Uh, you know, kind of shooting loose to kind of get some, uh, you know, uh, show people how like I would approach a story, um, uh, you know, do some portraits, do some kind of loose on camera stuff. And uh, yeah, it's been a good time. That's pretty cool. Like when you're like working on those personal projects, is it kind of like, was this, is it like you're trying to like build more sports stuff and hopefully get more jobs kind of in the sports realm or kind of kind of steered you in the direction to start shooting the rock climbing stuff, you think? Well, kind of that, I mean, I've always wanted to do more personal work I, I do mostly do a lot of uh, portraits and editorial uh, and commercial stuff uh, you know but recently I've been trying to showcase um, you know stuff like that just to kind of approach people for meetings uh, you know and to show people how we uh, would approach or how I would approach a, a job and kind of uh, you know shoot shoot it with my own personal vision rather than just like a shot list to kind of get um, but yeah I, I've, I've always wanted to shoot more personal work but you know it's, it's a challenge it's it's there's you got to put a lot into it uh, you know and and I always feel that um, you know I tend to love getting assignments uh and kind of uh you know go off the story and, and kind of go for that so if the personal work's been really fun it's new for me but i'm really excited about it yeah the personal work i even because like once you start like building your photography business it, it you can start to get busy and before you know it like you can just start shooting like like this you're not shooting any personal work so i kind of had that problem like a year or so ago and i was like damn yeah. I, I need to like take some pictures that like uh, I'm really proud of not that I'm not proud of the stuff I do commercially, but something that you know I'm just really interested in because it is tough. Uh, but do you feel like shooting those personal projects is kind of helps you like find new clients and things like that sometimes? Yeah, it's helpful in meetings too. I think everyone wants to see uh, what you know what kind of sparks an interest in your uh, in yourself and and like kind of what you know the way that you would look at something uh, without you know, having a specific story to it. Um, I think that that's always a, a really good thing. Um, but yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, I, like I said, I just, sometimes it's really nice with the story, you know, you have an assignment and, and you kind of can check things off a list and, and, and kind of have that approach. But I always like going in, having more time with the subject, going back, uh, you know, I, I, you know, try to spend a little bit more time than just a day, which is a lot of the times you have like, you know, a, a smaller shoot and, and you kind of have like a short 
amount of time with the subject, it's really wonderful to see what happens if you, you know, have a day or a week or a month or, you know, a year or something yeah. like that, what, how the work changes. Yeah. You can just kind of hone your craft. I feel like the more I'm shooting, like the sharper I'm, I get at it, you know, hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, like the, you know, it's like the muscle memory, yeah. right? It's like, if you don't do it for a little bit, you kind of get back into it, but it, it's just a good way to stay uh, motivated and pot and like, and, and really positive about what we get to do, which is really fun and exciting. You always get to be thrown into these worlds where you don't know anything about the subject. Like myself, I didn't know anything about climbing yeah. and uh, I love, I can't wait to get back and, and do some more stuff because it's, it's really, you know, a unique community and there's some really visually, really interesting, but also just people are really excited about it. And it's, it's nice. It's neat to see that kind of subculture. That's cool. You're going to get up there, man. You can do some rock climbs <laughs> out there. <laughs> they, they were tempting me to, I would love to, but I, you know, it, it's, it's kind of tough to do that and shoot, but I'd I love know. to go back maybe without my camera and, and, and uh, give it a go. For that's, sure. That's cool, man. And I guess just kind of go back. Like I was just kind of curious, like where did you grow up and like, what are kind of some of your early, earliest memories of photography? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in uh, Los Angeles, California in a town called Palos Verdes, which is uh, Southern Los Angeles on okay. the coast. Um, and you know, I didn't come into photography till later on in my life, probably, but in like around sophomore year in college. Okay. But I was always really interested in the arts growing up. I, uh, I grew up surfing and playing a lot of music. And so I think those were probably the, the, the two earliest, uh, you know, kind of uh, approaches in the, in the, in the arts world. Um, music was a really big influence on me growing up. And then, uh, I, I actually did a lot of painting and and kind of got into like drawing and, and stuff like that through surfing and through a bunch of friends that were doing stuff like that um and then once i went to school i did i studied at, at uc santa barbara and i studied studio art there and did kind of like a painting was my major but i did a lot of video work a lot of graphic design kind of like a, a lot of different stuff that gears you it, their degree kind of gears you towards graduate school but i took a photo class there my sophomore year and just loved it um again i loved getting the assignments i loved that it was uh, you know creative and 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 definitely an art form but i loved that it kind of felt like it could be kind of like a job as well and it wasn't like you know, I wasn't aspiring to be a gallery artist yeah. per se, you know, and, and art school and stuff was always kind of a challenge to some degree when you have to talk about, you know, all your personal stuff. I really loved how photo world, you got to meet a lot of people and have like different assignments. And, and yeah, it was really fun. That's cool, man. Like when you're in college and you kind of started picking up the camera, like what kind of stuff were you photographing when you first kind of started getting into it? A lot of friends. Um, I think travel too was a big part of it for me. Uh, I also took a big trip my junior year and I studied abroad in Spain wow. and got to backpack around, uh, you know, about Europe. And I, you know, I wasn't really that into photography yet, but a buddy of mine uh, worked at a like a you know one of those Ritz camera uh, kind of you know uh, film developing place, and uh, he got me a camera and he's like, here's like 20 rolls of film wow. and enjoy your trip. And, you know, he developed a film for me when I got back. And I think that that trip really, you know, I had the camera with me the whole time. And I just took pictures, like, constantly of everything. Uh, my, you know, my buddies, you know, touristy shots of statues or whatever. And, uh, you know, landscapes and stuff. But it was really, when I got the film back and I really realized that I could, like, relive my trip. Yeah. Uh, it was a really amazing experience. And that kind of hooked me. Uh, and then I, you know, got dove into it deeper after that. Okay. So uh, you were going to school for painting did you kind of you started taking more like photography classes there pretty much yeah after that trip i got back and i uh, kind of i mean i was still doing painting uh but then i really got really serious with photography and you know took some like upper upper division uh, upper level classes yeah. and uh and then 
through one of those classes, I met a really good friend of mine, uh, another shooter. His name's Brad Swanetz, who's in Las Vegas now, a fantastic photographer. And he showed us, he came in, showed us his book. And to, and before that, I actually didn't even really think of photography as like a job, you know? Like, I mean, I knew that like photojournalism and, and news reporting and stuff like that, but I didn't know that the different, you know, genres that you can kind of jump into. And yeah. that was pretty eye-opening. And he told me about assisting. Okay. And, uh, you know, I kind of went that route and, and helped him out a couple of times. And that led to more and more assisting jobs. That's pretty cool. So you're like doing some assisting while you're in school still? Yeah, at kind of the end, uh, maybe my... Yeah, senior year, I did a couple uh, a couple jobs assisting for Brad and a couple friends, and then uh, I moved back to Los Angeles after that um, and kind of dove into the assisting world. That's pretty cool. L.A. seems like, I, I lived there for a little while, it seems like a really cool place to kind of get into photography because there's so many different amazing photographers to work for out there. There is, yes. I love Los Angeles. I think it's got a great uh, creative you know, community. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, the weather is always very nice, so <laughs> there's a lot of uh, you know, you know, winter shoots uh, and, and, and you know and stuff like that that are still nice and but yeah there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different types of photographers out there and so that was really fun to kind of uh, you know jump into it and figure out the type of photography that I wanted to do yeah because like once you got out of college like you're doing assisting like did you feel like you kind of had a goal in mind for what you wanted to do because I mean like looking at your work now you do all this really cool like editorial stuff and commercial or whatnot were you even kind of thinking about that at that point once you kind of got out of college really I was kind of really just interested in photography in general, and I really wanted, when I started to assist, I really dove into it thinking, I want to get the most out of this possible. So, you know, I really looked at be, trying my hardest to become like the best assistant that I could be. Um, but through that, I did meet, you know, a bunch of amazing photographers, and they, a couple, I remember a, a few said that you should really work for photographers that you want, like the type of photography that you want to do. And so I, I te- you know, I, I've, assisted for a bunch of different people, you know, from fashion to advertising to interiors, uh, you know, lots of different stuff, portraits, of course. Um, and I, I then did gravitate toward portraiture and, uh, you know, I really enjoy meeting people Mm. and, and, and that type of uh, process is really, really fun, uh, and rewarding. And so I kind of steered towards that, uh, at the end of my, uh, you know, uh, assisting career that's pretty cool what do you like i did a photo assisting for a while too like what do you think you kind of got out of it uh that experience well i th- i mean i thought it was i it's just amazing experience I, i'm really glad that i assisted for the time that i did i probably assisted for about five to seven years okay uh and in those times like the later later part of the assisting i started shooting my own stuff here and there small little like music editorials or or anything really that that I could but I learned so much from assisting I mean I went to a school that wasn't very technically driven uh it was more of a fine arts uh background you know I did a senior project with a Holga camera (laughs) big messy prints you know and it was really fun so I think you know learning how to light uh to everything from learning how to light to kind of you know client relations and and how uh, photo shoots starts and, and, and pre-pro to, you know, the, the whole thing to shoot days to, to everything is really kind of like the hands-on learning experience that I think is very important. Yeah, I agree. Like I went to photo school and like, it was great or whatever, but once I got out of college, like even in like in the first six months of like assisting, I was like, I learned like 
10 times more than like school, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, the, it's the on job training that you need. I mean, it's, it's a very unique thing, but I mean, I'm glad that I went to school as well. And I really loved the university experience because it wasn't just a photo school. It was, it was all my friends were doing a bunch of different stuff, which was really cool. Um, you know, from engineering to, you know, econ to everything, but it was, so I wasn't just locked into the arts world, which I think is really great. Um, and what I love about editorial photography now, I get to meet, you know, a business person one day and then an artist another yeah, day yeah. or a craftsman. And I think that that's really motivating. Yeah. And you know, one thing I was kind of interested in talking about, cause I think a lot of people struggle with it is like going from an assistant to like shooting full time. Like how was that transition for you? Was it like a clean break for you or was, were, were you kind of slowly kind of shooting and then kind of building your own book up or how was that kind of transition for you? It's, it is a tough transition. Uh, cause you know, assisting can be great. You know, you, you don't have a lot of overhead, you get to travel, you can get in good with some people and it's really, uh, you can make good money being an assistant. And I think it's a wonderful, wonderful gig. I mean, I really, really, truly enjoyed it and had some amazing, uh, you know, life experiences, but, uh, I just kind of got to a point where, you know, a photographer would ask me to do something and I was like, oh, why don't we do it this way? And I kind of was like, oh, that's not the best assistant <laughs> possible. So I think that, you know, I kind of decided, uh, and then once I started to get a couple of shooting jobs, it just really was very rewarding. And I just was like, oh, I want to give this a go. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it wasn't a clean break. Like I, I, I moved to New York in 2010 from mm -hmm. Los Angeles. Yep. And I kind of really wanted to push at that time to shoot. Um, and I think I assisted for about another year or two off and on while I started shooting. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, there was a couple, I got a couple good jobs and, and decided to say, okay, no more. And, uh, and we've been shooting, uh, ever since. That's pretty cool, man. Like, yeah. It, were you kind of this like building a little portfolio, like when you're kind of transitioning, like, do you remember what, what kind Definitely. of work, what kind of work you had in that first portfolio? Oh, all, all different types. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I said, I, I, I assisted a bunch of different photographers. So I had like a little bit of lifestyle, a little bit of travel, a little bit of portfolio literature uh you know um which was great um but i th i think that i had some really great meetings early on with some fellow uh photography friends and f fellow reps that i knew from you know photographers that i worked for who really suggested like hey like you know you got a little bit of this a little bit of that but maybe we should concentrate on what you want to shoot and uh and that kind of turned into uh, i had my first book that was really concise was about i think it was portraits and environmental portraits maybe a little details if they're story based but it was pretty straightforward yeah. and i think the consistency uh starting out uh, really that's when i started to see that people started hiring me for my portraits yeah i think it is like i learned that when i first started out like you 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 feel like you want to like uh cater to everybody but then you basically cater to nobody so it's like <laughs> it's like less is more like totally you could show someone 10 photos and it doesn't need to be a ton of stuff but it could be like 10 photos that are really good and like make sense together 100 percent. and there's so many photographers especially now there's so many photographers out there that are amazing you know they i think that uh, photo editors and art buyers and everyone that's going to hire you you know they, they really want to know what you can bring to the table and what you're going to give them mm. and what they can be confident in uh and you know and that you will succeed at and so i think that's important starting out um to kind of make sure that they know uh what they're going to get yeah what you're about and whatnot totally and, and like moving like you said you moved from la to new york was that like what kind of prompted you to move out here was it did you kind of always envision your, envision yourself kind of living in new york city and like do you feel like it was kind of helpful to your career 
Um, I do. I, you know, I don't really know what made me move to New York. I guess it's just New York City. Um, growing up in California and in Los Angeles, I had been to New York once before. Um, but then I came out to show my book for the first time because that's what pe you know people told me you do. You go to New York and show your book. Yeah, yeah. And so I did that, you know, and I reached out to about 50 people and maybe one or two people got back to me. And, and you know, we had a really fun, uh, myself and some friends had a really fun week. Uh, but uh, after that, you know, I, I just really enjoy the city and um, really wanted to be a part of the kind of photo community here. Um, and I do think it's been successful and, and helpful for me. Um, I really love the city. It's, 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 you know, I gave myself, I think, six months, uh, and that was in 2010. So, like, you know, and now I've met my wife, and we have a baby girl who's 14 months old. Nice. And so, like, obviously I've stayed and <laughs> have a little bit more roots out here. But I do feel that New York is a really great place. Uh, there's lots of photographers here, um, but but other than that, like I really feel that there uh, is a really wonderful community, and it's really great to be around. Uh, you know, and it's been it's been definitely fun. Yeah, it's cool, man. Like I've never lived here, but I mean, I live in uh, Massachusetts near Boston, but I've been coming down here like every month, and it, it is really cool because, like you said, there's a lot of photographers, and obviously it's competitive. But like the feeling I get, like it's really cool to talk to other people, and it gets you motivated to push your work further because if, if you're looking at the top guys like it, it makes you at least for me like strive like i want to i want to get to that point so it's like right. if you're in that bubble i think it this like, kind of pushes you do you feel like it's kind of this being around all these photographers just kind of pushes you sometimes yeah and then also for me it was a big learning curve to be around editors and be around uh you know magazines and see how things actually work mm -hmm. uh you know um i was always like hey how come people aren't emailing me back <laughs> you know and it's you know they, they're everyone's so busy and there's so much <laughs> going on and especially now you know with uh you know with people doing you know multiple people's jobs and and having smaller teams and stuff like i feel that um yeah it's it's good to it's just a great city to begin with there's so much going on uh with uh, you know the arts and, and culture and yeah. there's always something to do there's always something to to photograph always something you know to <laughs> to keep you going so yeah man it's cool and i guess like when you kind of first started breaking off and kind of doing your own work like how are you kind of getting your work out there? Like what are kind of some of the first things you're doing to kind of market yourself? I think probably the first stuff were mailers, you know, uh, I still try to do those pretty regularly. Uh, definitely, you know, one or two, definitely one at least a year, uh, but probably two a year. Um, and, you know, I was doing some just, I did some cold calling at the beginning, which oh, wow. I think is, is, is interesting, but a good experience. And I don't know how successful it was, <laughs> but uh, it was good to kind of just like, you know, uh, get your name out there any way you can. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, email was still, you know, was going on. It's not as popular as now. So I, I did some email blasts, things like that. A lot of word of mouth, you know, I, I, Luckily, was able to uh, assist for some really amazing photographers and and you know meet contacts along the way. And whenever anybody said like, "Hey, when you're in New York, come and show me my you know your book," I took them up on that and uh, you know bugged them politely. And uh, it, and that's kind of the first couple ways. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. Do you feel? Do you still go show your book in person a lot these days? I do. I'm a big fan of the meeting uh, in person. Uh, you know, especially because like I said, there's so many photographers out there now. Um, it's really nice to be able, for me personally, just, it's nice to be able to meet someone and have them not be just an email, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I think it's, that's kind of why I got into this business is to, uh, I love the, you know, the technology, the art of, of photography, but like really it's it, people, it's wonderful meeting so many different types of people. And I think that 
you know, I've made some of my best friends in, in my life in, in the photography business. And, you know, everyone's creative. Everyone's really, on the, from what I've experienced, mostly genuine and, and, and kind. And, and there's a lot of really great people in this industry. Yeah, like in my experience, I've been doing this like 10 years. I think basically every job I've ever gotten is either from meeting someone in person or like, kind of getting a referral from someone else i've actually worked for Definitely. like i've done some mailers and ebone blast but I, I in my experience i really haven't got much feedback right. from that kind right. of stuff yeah because i think it, it's a ground game in my opinion you know? i agree i mean there's definitely the numbers game that you can play and you never know <laughs> yeah. like who, who who's going to open an email and see your work and be impressed by it but yeah. for me it's definitely you know i always i'm always curious to see like hey like where did you get my name from did you check my website i always want to know you know <laughs> like know. Where, like where did they where did you get this call from which is really which is interesting but yeah it's it's uh it's all of the all of the above but i i do agree with the face-to-face -face. i think it's it's just nice to meet people and to you know put a name to uh, yeah. to a contact yeah because obviously you got to have great work but at the end of the day like people that are hiring you they want to they want to work with people that they're going to enjoy working with and they can trust so i think right uh, yeah i think that's a big component of it and just being able to like communicate your ideas to the client and, and kind of explain what your work's about it's a big part of it you know i, I told especially if it, depending on the project and if, if it's a collaboration one you know or, or, or a big you know ad campaign or something where you're working with a bunch of people and and, and you're on different phone calls and, and stuff like that like yeah it's, it's all it's all part of it so i think face-to-face -face, uh, can definitely be helpful yeah do you remember kind of some of the first assignments you were getting when you kind of first started out yeah, I think. Uh, well, I mentioned the music magazine stuff. I photographed. Uh, I photographed Chromio, the band Chromio, okay. uh, for a cover shoot for an, uh, I think now debunked uh, Reup Music Magazine, which was based here in Brooklyn. Damn. But that was when I was in L.A. That was probably. I like it. Patrick is getting out. He's just doing straight covers, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was one of the bigger like kind of ones. But uh, you know, it, you know, there was some other little little uh, front of the book things. Um, yeah. Yeah, but like you know, it, those are the ones that kind of like, oh, this is great, and then you you show that, and that would kind of open up other doors, right? Like kind of like people are like, oh, cool, this is this looks good. Mm -hmm. Let's try to get them in for a meeting, or like, oh, I'll open up his email, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, that's really cool. Like, wh what about editorial photography? Do you think you enjoy the most? Because I mean, obviously, you do other commercial stuff too. But like, um, when you're first starting out and shooting editorial and all the portraits and stuff, what what do you think kind of interests you most I, about it? I love I love everything about editorial mag <laughs> uh, shoots and and. and just just magazines in general. Um, I'm a big fan of magazines. Um, I think I like the smallness of them. You know, I think that um, you you can go to meet a subject and it's you and an assistant. Uh, you know, nowadays maybe it's just you, yeah. <laughs> but like you know, you go and it's just this, and you get to go to their place of uh, work or business or whatever their trade is, and and you kind of get to learn about something. You know, and I always kind of say that it's like I it's kind of documentarian in the process, yeah. uh, even though my work is very you know, portrait driven or environmental portraits, uh, you know, and stuff like that. But I really love the idea of like just being able to talk to somebody and get, get to the essence of what they do. Uh, you know, people f fascinate me, uh, you know, what we, how we spend our time, uh, you know, what we do for work or in jobs, yeah, and, yeah. you know, and, 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 or what we do for vocations and, and like what, what, what we love. Um, I, I just really enjoy that, that one-on-one -on -one and, and, and kind of, you know, like it's it's me and assistant and the subject, and and we're just kind of like figuring it out, and 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 you never know what's gonna be inside the door when you open it up, yep. uh, if it's gonna be a little broom closet that you have to shoot in, or if it's gonna be this beautiful, you know, amazing space. So that, 
the it's very exciting it's 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 always you know it's always something new for sure yeah there's nothing like it especially when you're shooting like you shoot for like big magazines like fortune and like uh, i think uh, men's uh, men's health and, men's health yeah and i'm sure when you show up to these people uh, a lot of the times i mean not always but for the most part like people are ex- excited for you to be there and they like welcome right. you and there's like nothing like it like people are because ex- it's like a big magazine and they kind of this a lot of times it's like, yeah, what do you want to do? Totally. That's what you hope for. Yeah. At least. I mean, sometimes the people, you know, want the story, but they don't want to spend the time. But sure. I'd say the majority of people, I agree, like, you know, it's, it's, they're excited about it. And, um, and yeah, you get to kind of, uh, you know, go in and, and problem solve the best way that you can, you know, get the best image possible and uh, just try to make good work and collaborate with people. I mean, it's pretty, it's a pretty good gig. Yeah, it's exciting, man. And like one thing I was kind of curious about talking to you about is like being that you're primarily like a portrait photographer. Like, what do you think it is? What makes a strong portrait? And like, what are you kind of striving for each time? Like each person you're shooting, you think? Cause oh it, man, that's a really good question. Um <laughs> Yeah, I guess it depends. Like I, you know, it always depends on the the story, um, kind of the subject, uh, right? I mean, like it's always going to kind of depend for me. But you always try to showcase the. I think for me, like the essence or the emotion of the of the person, mm. uh, whether that's through lighting or through trying to achieve something through the story, um, you know, or the assignment. Um, but I don't know. I I sometimes think about this all the time, like like why I chose portraiture uh, as like kind of my go-to yeah. but I think it's more or less just uh, you know I, like I've said already a couple of times like meeting the people yeah. really getting to experience what they do and if I can showcase that in uh, in my portrait I think that's pretty successful um, wh- whether it's through the lighting or, or through the, the what you know them you know holding a giant hacksaw because that's what they do <laughs> you know or, or whatever but I think that it's really uh, you know just trying to find an essence of the character is, is kind of I guess the goal yeah it's like a challenge man like kind of breaking down those walls and kind of getting people to do stuff for the photo it's totally kind of, especially it's, if it's on white and you have five minutes you <laughs> yeah. know something like that so that's always a challenge uh, time wise but like you know i think what the goal is just to try to make uh, a lot of times i think i a lot of my work is flattering i try to make people look good mm-hmm. and 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 kind of uh you know it doesn't have to necessarily be uh, you know like I'm not really, I wouldn't say my, I would call myself a fashion photographer by any means, but even if it's like got a weird quirky idea or some sort of thing, I, w- I want people to be happy with the, with the product mm. and with the end result and that they, you know, show them, show that the editors and, and the talent, you know, that, that we made something together, uh, you know, that, that we're both proud of. Yeah. It's cool, man. Like, do you, for each shoot, like once you get that call, like how do you kind of prepare for each shoot? Like, like do you kind of map out like how you want them to pose? Like do you kind of map out your lighting? Do you do a lot of research on your subjects? How do you kind of approach each assignment you think? I do. I do a lot of research. I actually think the research is a very important thing um, for the type of photography that I do. Mm. But I don't always use the research. I feel that like sometimes, uh, you know, especially with some of the celebrity stuff, the last thing that I'm going to talk to them about is their re- their current project, you know, or or say like, hey, you were in that one movie that one time that I loved. Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, they get that on the streets all the time. So like, I try to for that specific stuff. I try to just, and I guess most of the work, uh, you know, with, especially with the larger CEOs or really really powerful people uh i try to relate to them on a human level Mm -hmm. and try to get them to really you know gain their trust quickly 
um, and to let them know that I'm setting out to like make them look good. And uh, so yeah, research is a big part of it. Um, I do diagram stuff out. Uh, you know, depends if you have all day with somebody or if you have 15 minutes. Uh, I do a lot of quick business CEO stuff, like you mentioned for Fortune. Uh, you know, and, and and the celebrity stuff. I feel you have to really have a game plan going in. Yeah. But you have to be willing to improvise as well, because you never know uh, what's going to happen that morning, or you know, if if uh, you, the, the, hopefully you'll be able to have time to like scout the space and 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 see what you're walking into. But sometimes you don't, and you know, you have to make sure the gears working. Yeah. Uh, you know, have backups, have Plan B, Plan C sometimes, and uh, and yeah. just do the best you can. Yeah, and sometimes I think it's cool. Like some subjects, they kind of bring their own uh take on it sometimes like uh, they'll have ideas I, I've, I've had that instance where i'll ask someone like hey man if you got any ideas like how you'd like to be photographed it's kind of interesting obviously totally. for the most part a lot of people don't but like occasionally people are like yeah man i got this idea like let's do it i love when that happens <laughs> when you have a like a collab you know a collaboration between uh the subject and yourself it's it's really helpful because you know you can try things and some things might not work, but at least you're not stuck to the kind of look here, look there, yeah. and 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 you know and I mean sometimes you have to deal with that and you just have to do the best you can. Yeah. But I do feel that I agree with you. I think that if you can, if you have a subject that cares about the process, is interested in photography or an interested in you know what you guys are doing together, yeah. um, it's 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 always uh, more rewarding when when that's the case. Yeah, because they're just like engaged and it almost makes you more excited to like this do something really cool you know yeah totally and try things because sometimes you know if, if if you have time and you know even if you do a setup that you think is going to be great and then it's not working yeah you know it, it, it could free something up and then you, and then the next setup it, it allows the person to relax finally you know or 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 vice versa sometimes you need somebody really stiff and kind of awkward yeah. and then you just kind of <laughs> don't talk to them for a little bit and then that's part of it too yeah and like like you were saying before like sometimes it's like these like business guys or whatever celebrities you might not get that much time yeah like how do you approach those situations like do you kind of this try to have like one idea and try to execute that one well or you try to do a bunch real quick or how do you kind of approach those situations where you don't have a lot of time it, it again it kind of depends on the on, on the goal and, and who you're shooting for and the end product but I like to have a, a plan, a hundred percent, and yeah. do the research, like I said, yeah. and and have like a lighting. Uh, you know, I kind of have a go-to that I know if all else fails. You know, even if it's on a gray seamless, you can just you know throw throw it up and it'll look good. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you like to try to push and and see. You know, is there something you, whether it's a prop or a location or is a, trying to hint to, to a story or reference an image or have something that can bring you know bring something to the shoot. Yeah. Bring something to the idea because that that's always the goal is to try to you know have a really you know an image that can you know be recognizable uh, just when you're flipping through you yeah, know, yeah. The, the millions of images that we see a day now uh, you know and, and so whatever is whatever we can do to accomplish that like we're, we're willing to try yeah I think it's fun I love I kind of love those shoots sometimes we only got five minutes because it's like you got to be so prepared and at least for me like you got like it's yeah. just like that pressure and you're like I'm gonna get it and like when you get it like a sick photo like in five minutes it almost feels better than like a day where you had you're like damn I did it totally <laughs> and I agree and I think limitations actually uh, you know it took me a while to figure this out but limitations are actually a really good thing uh, most of the time you know uh, sometimes when I had a, I'm on a shoot and you have all day and you're in this beautiful location with endless possibilities it's even harder for me than to kind of have like okay this is the this is what we're gonna do this is the best of the this is the best of what we can do right now so yeah. let's, let's get to it I mean that kind of that fires me up too I mean 
I mentioned problem solving. I really think that like you know, fifty percent of the job is 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 problem solving and really yeah. learning uh, how to make the best out of each situation, uh, depending on so many variables. But uh, on you know, talent, location, timing, you know, stuff like that. So, gear, whatever. Gear, whatever. I mean, the weather. <laughs> you know, it's, we did something yesterday that I was really really excited about. It's gonna be a wonderful story. Yeah. And it, it was all set up and looked beautiful cloud cover was perfectly scrimmed you know the lights were looking great and then the hot sun came in and we just had to move it you had to move it real quickly but we were able to you know um you know get the best out of it and you know and and it actually ended up working in our favor because i saw something that i didn't see before so it's it's you know it's it's always something yes that's that's the cool thing about editorials is you got to move those punches (laughs) exactly get the job done man totally that's that's part that's why they hire you (laughs) yeah exactly and like you know looking at a lot of your work like you you shoot a lot of celebrities and stuff. Do you remember like the first celebrity you photographed? Well, I guess Chromeo. I mentioned Chromeo already. <laughs> yeah. Probably the first uh, of the music guys. But then I think one of the ones that uh, I got the call for a job to photograph uh, Robert De Niro and Bradley Cooper. Never, never day. heard of them. Yeah, never. Yeah, yeah. Who, who are they? <laughs> uh, Mr. De Niro, and Mr. Cooper. Yeah. Um, and that was a, a classic one because uh, before that I had you know photographed a couple uh, celebrities, but no one to the name you know to their their Oscar stat- award their, winning exactly to their <laughs> status. Yeah. Um, and uh, believe it or not, I was uh, I was wrapping up a job that we were done at four o'clock in New York. And then I got a call from uh, the editor and saying, hey, can you shoot something tonight for me? And I was almost like, I don't know if I can make this happen. But it, and they said, before you say no, it's Robert De Niro and Bradley Cooper. Yes, and you, so, you and, always say yes. <laughs> and that's why you always say yes. Um, but no, it was, it was, you know, I didn't even have, for that, like I didn't even have time to think about it, you know. Yeah. And so we threw the gear that we already had in the car and in the cab and, and went uptown to a premiere that they were in. And, and we had them in a little green room for, you know, five ten minutes each and Damn. and uh you know because of that because of the time restraints again like the limitations i stuck to a really kind of simple go-to that i have with a on white and just knew that they would be if they were giving me a strong look that that would be probably good enough and yeah. and that's what we went for that's pretty cool what are like some of the challenges of like photographing celebrities because a lot of these people like the nero's been photographed a million times yes obviously well you didn't have much time on that one because it was right. quick but like do you do a lot of research on the photos that have been taken of them before? Because I would imagine, like, I mean, I don't really shoot celebrities, but it's like, it must be tough because these people have been photographed a million times. And like, how do you bring your take on it? You know? Right. No, it is. It is tough. I mean, I think thinking about it in a way of like, okay, I'm going to photograph them the way that I like to photograph mm-hmm. myself or, 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 or other subjects is a good way to, to approach it. But yeah, you do research, you know, you see what they've been in lately, uh, what, how they've uh, been photographed lately. You know, a lot of the times this is like a press junket that they're on. So maybe they've been a specific movie or project that they're like promoting. So there's probably images out there. So, you try to like do something different always you know um that's always the goal uh, for me at least um mm-hmm. but again sometimes you don't have the chance and you just have to have them look like robert de niro and yeah. <laughs> and normally you know these guys have been photographed so many times they know they can turn it on if they want to yeah. and uh and then so you just try to do the best you can and yeah. and you know not sweat through your shirt too much <laughs> and then other than that you know just be nice and and and, and try to get the best picture you can yeah i don't imagine a lot of what that is like when you I, i've dealt with it a little bit with like i've shot like some ceos and stuff or whatnot and some other like some political people and a lot of it is like they have pr people right and that's i would imagine a large part of like is dealing with those people because a lot of times well basically all the time they have 
their take on what they want the photo to look like. Right. How do you kind of deal with that? Because like, it is a tough situation. It is a tough situation. And I, it's a big part of the celebrity world when you have to photograph, uh, you know, these, these people of this such high status, but, yeah. um, you know, I learned on earth. I, I made, I learned from my mistake on, on a, a job early on when I was photographing a, a, a couple of celebrities and I w- made the mistake of bringing up ideas to PR uh, people a little too early in emails and, uh, and he was quickly shot down, you know, and a, a couple of my ideas and then showing up that day, I was persistent and asked the actual talent and they're like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So that was a good thing and an eye opening experience to me uh, as to like, you know, you could kind of approach it uh and and less is more in that regard uh you know having options is always the key Uh, sometimes i say really over the top big ideas that i know they're gonna say no to Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then try to throw in the one that's maybe not as crazy yeah um but yeah you know i think that i understand also understanding what pr's goal what the pr company's goal is is possible you know they're just trying to do their job and make sure that they're they're promoting a product or whatever. Totally. And their product, a lot of times, make sure that, that the celebrity looks good, you know? And yeah. I understand that. And I think especially nowadays with the way, you know, people are fascinated with celebrity culture and yep. you don't want to push the boundaries too hard with some crazy prop that makes them look silly. But I think that if you bring that to the table and you and you, and you you know that that's the case, that there's, there's ways to talk through it, you mm-hmm. know, and say like, look, this is what I'm trying to accomplish and why, yep. why I think it's a good image. Uh, you know, and really be persistent with your ideas and, and show them that you really care about it. Yep. I think that's another thing. You know, if, if, if you can, you know, a lot of this job is selling your ideas. Yep. And, and I think that if you are consistent and uh, positive and, and try to bring that to the table, yep. people are willing to make, you know, unique imagery with you. It's, it's really something that you just have to, have to work at yep. and to kind of know the route to take it. For sure. Yeah, I've always felt I found that the PR people are really tough via email, but then when you meet them in person and they can see like you're just a normal person, it, it kind of switches, like you said. And then Tom, yeah, like, sure, man, let's give it a try, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, great. Uh, let's do it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I always ask people is I'm always curious about like, did it kind of take you a while to kind of build like the aesthetic or kind of photographic style the way you kind of shoot? Like, is it something like you're conscious of while you're shooting? Because like, do you think it's important to have like a distinct look to your work pretty much? I, I do. I do. I, I That's kind of a goal of mine. You know, I mean, there's you've you've interviewed, I mean, so many amazing photographers that like you could say their name and you and you mm-hmm. just know when you, or, or when you look at an image in one of their, you know, a cover, you're like, that's them. Yeah. And I think that that's that's always a goal. You know, um, I think starting out uh like i said i assisted so many different photographers and and to be honest i I miss that about assisting sometimes you get to work in so many different types of photography you know i love aspects of uh, interior photography that's really fun but i don't really shoot that stuff as much anymore Mm -hmm. but it's good to uh it really comes down to what you want to photograph you know and i think that being consistent helps uh, the people that are going to hire you know what they're going to get. And that's why I've kind of chosen, I mean, some of it was, uh, you know, some of it was kind of subconscious, but also some of it was kind of planned to kind of have a specific look and and uh, more for my portfolio than actual shoots. But... Mm. You know, I started getting hired for some portraits. Uh, I have a pretty simple, straightforward setup that I know will look good for you know ninety percent of the people. Yep. And I try to I try to nail that to make sure we're covered that. And then from there, like I've been getting looser with things. You know, not not using lighting as much. Uh, you know, trying to 
be a little looser with maybe just one light and kind of freeing up and trying to get the same emotion and expression yeah but not worrying about the lighting too much because sometimes light should just be light and it should just be what it is uh, and you know and then you should let the photograph speak for itself uh, I definitely early on got hunkered down on trying to um, you know almost prove to, to other people and myself that, hey, like, I can do this, I can light this, you know, like, this is a dark room, but we can make it look like the sunset, you know, and, and I think that sometimes, that, like, that's great, yep. uh, if that's if that's really gonna add to the project, and, and, and it's good, especially now with, you know, for commercial projects, if you wanna, if you wanna, if I have to shoot a car, you know, I'll, even though I don't have a car in my book, I feel like I, with that experience, like, I'm, I can do that. Yeah. So that's a good thing, but for the most part, yeah, I think that, um, Starting out, it helps, and you know, and and that is a goal of mine to make sure that you see my work, and you're like, oh, did did Patrick shoot that? Like, oh, it's cool, I like it. Yeah, yeah, because I think I, sometimes it can be easy to get bogged down with all the gear and stuff, and it's like doing these big sets, which which is fun sometimes. But then I think I realized like over time, it's like it really comes down to like you know composition. Obviously, light's important, and but really how you kind of interact with these people is a big right. com big component of it. I completely agree. Yeah, no, it's interesting, and. Uh, you know, I was looking at your website, and you're uh, lucky enough that you shot the cover of Fortune magazine, I think, uh, like not that long ago. But I was just kind of curious, like, when you're photographing a cover, um, do you feel like any more pressure shooting that versus, like, a, a normal, like, feature? Like, do you feel like you have a different way you approach shooting a cover versus just, like, a normal article? Or I, I feel pressure when I get a call to shoot anything, uh, you know, like, I mean, I just, like I said, there's so many amazing photographers. I sometimes like, Oh really? I get to do it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, yeah, I definitely feel, you know, when you shoot a cover for a, a brand like fortune magazine, that is just so iconic and, and, you know, and the team at fortune, uh, is just so wonderful to work with and they always give me such great opportunities. Um, yeah, you feel, you feel a little bit of pressure. I mean, there's also more things that go into a cover than say like the front of the book, a uh, little portrait or, or like a feature, you know, so obviously a feature, there's lots that goes in that as well, but you know, you'll have more conference calls, you know, you'll kind of shoot some ideas for, for that, uh, cover. We were photographing the CEO of McDonald's. Yeah about a really fascinating food story about how they, uh, I believe, went free range on all their eggs, oh, yeah. which is a very interesting thing for a large corporation, especially like McDonald's, to do. Yep. Um, and so we threw around a bunch of ideas for that. And, you know, so, yeah, you, you want to you nail it every time, you know. I mean, my goal is always to, you know, wow uh, the, the, the editor or the buyer and, and really make them glad that they chose me for the project. But... Um, yeah, for those you 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 know you wake up a little earlier and and, <laughs> and uh, you know try to uh, throw around some maybe some other ideas that just in case there's a you need to plan B but yeah. but uh, yeah though no, that was a fantastic opportunity yeah no it came out cool man oh thanks and like. You know, I know you shoot you shoot all types of different people, but it uh, looks like you have a whole section on your website that's like business people and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I'm always really fascinated by this because like photographing business people in my mind is actually really challenging because a lot of times you get thrown into these offices where it's not visually interesting. So right. like I was just curious, like how do you approach those situations where you might just get thrown in an office where it's a square box and a and a white this white walls? Like how, right. what do you what do you think the key is to like making a good photo in those situations? Because it it is really tough. It is tough. It can be. Um, but I mean, you know, I do a lot of, you know, bring the studio to the location sometimes, you yeah. know, so that like, okay, you're shooting something on 
somebody who doesn't want to be photographed, uh, you know, on a white seamless, like how do you make that interesting? I think the goal then maybe is to try to really get them to relax and to find a moment, you know, maybe uh, make make a stupid joke and, ha and have them like laugh for a second and then you got like a really cool moment. Um, it's always different, you know, I, I feel that some of those jobs that I feel that were going to be the hardest going in and, or you, or you, uh, you know, meet the person and you're like, Oh, this is going to be a challenge, you know, yeah. like they're wearing a size, you know, a two size, too big, uh, suit and, uh, you know, and, in, you know, it's, it's, it's hard, but I, I, again, like I, I kind of approach it the same way. They're, they're, uh, there, there's a lot of interesting people doing interesting stuff. And I, I think that that's like the best part about my, my job is I get to really, you know, dive in with these people and learn so much about, I, I, I never really knew much about the business world. And now I feel like I'm pretty, you know, I've met a lot of interesting people that are doing crazy things and, and, and really unique, uh, interesting things for businesses all around the world. And, um, you know, sometimes in that case, I will talk about what they do. You know, if they're an engineer and I know nothing about engineering, like I'll kind of say like, what's your day to day? And then I'll like sit there as they try to explain it to me and I'll pretend like I know what they're talking about, you know, yeah. uh, or, you know, so it's, it's, it's a challenge, but it definitely, um, is rewarding. And, uh, when you can get, a, a, what you were happy with a strong image out of a situation like that, mm. sometimes those are the most, uh, you're like, wow, like we did it. Like this is awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. It might not be like your favorite photo in your portfolio, but yeah, there are times where it's like, damn, we like made something out of nothing. You know? Totally. <laughs> right. Um, and it, it is interesting, like photographing, like, cause a lot of times you're photographing people that are like really successful and have done amazing things. And it's kind of interesting. Do you feel like you kind of like walk away? Like you, you learned a lot sometimes and try to see how you can apply that to even like your own business kind of, I think so. Yeah, totally. I mean, I always like to try to get as much, of you know, you know, little tidbits of knowledge that I can. Yeah. Uh, again, it's like I'm thrown into these rooms with these people that, like, in no other circumstance am I going to be yeah, meeting yeah. with them for 20 minutes. <laughs> like, what am I doing here? Yeah, totally. <laughs> or like, you know, you're staring. It's just, you know, it's it's really, um, it's really rewarding. And yeah, you try to take not just for like in the business side of things, but yeah. just like life in general. You know, like you get to learn a lot about what makes people tick, uh, you know, and, and, you know, what people are into mm. and, and that can be rewarding. You know, I, I, I could like, we to bring back to the climbers, like maybe I'll go climbing and, yeah. and get really into that, you know, or, yeah. or who knows. And there's always, there's always something that you can learn from each job. And I try to keep an open mind going into, and to realize that, you know, the, getting a photo from it is definitely why we're there. But I really love the, the process of talking to people, mm -hmm. um, you know, learning about them and, you know, and, and, and learning about how they see the world. Yeah, man, you can learn a lot. And like, you know, one thing I was kind of curious about, because you yourself, my even myself, I'm running a small business. Yes. Is like managing a business and like uh, marketing. Is it something that you feel like um, you came natural to or have you kind of this gotten better at it over time? Like the way you approach this, because at the end of the day, we're both creatives and you're trying to make work. Right. But it is a business and like it's a big part of like what you're doing to get those jobs. 100%. Yeah, yeah. no, I feel that I've learned a lot along the way. Uh, you know, I should have listened to my dad in college and take some business classes because that's what he told me to do. <laughs> yeah. And I did not do that. I took oh. painting classes instead. <laughs> It's important. But, but uh, no, I wish I would have maybe done that early on. Yeah. But no, it is important because, um, you know, uh, you know, 
the actual photographing is really a small percentage of our job. Uh, you know, marketing. Yeah. Uh, you know, get you know, getting your name out there, meeting people. You know, uh, updating, keeping, your, updating website. your website. You know, invoicing, making, checking back, and making sure you're getting paid. Yeah, man. You know, making sure you pay down your those cards. So you know, for each car, you know, each job to to make sure that you're smart about all, where the money goes, and like, that's a really big part of this. And I think that. Uh, the quicker you learn about that, the better that it, you know you you'll have the freedom to kind of express yourself creatively and to find out what really makes you happy through the work. Yeah, that's one thing I've learned from like interviewing all these photographers. Like when I've interviewed guys like Arch Driver and Peter Yang, obviously they're like technically like amazing photographers, really creative. But from talking to them, those guys are really savvy business guys, and they right. they approach it like a business. And that's the thing. I mean, I'm trying to get get better at in this kind. Of create workflows that are like smarter and you're utilizing your time quicker you know I totally i mean yeah at the end of the day we're, we're small business owners yeah you should learn uh you know the as much as you possibly can to stay afloat and to do the best you can uh with that side of things it's it, it's probably the most important part yeah it's just using your time in an effective way and i know um from talking to you like a couple weeks back i know you just recently uh partnered with a new rep yes um i was just kind of curious how that kind of partnership uh came together and like how did you know is kind of the right fit for you that's a great question and i think that uh you know it, it's been a long uh you know it's been a couple years where i've really wanted a, a commercial rep and i've had a bunch of meetings uh with a bunch of different agencies and uh you know almost went with a couple and then when i met uh, michelle at st Lucie, it just it just felt great it, it, it was kind of you know it just worked. Uh, she really understood where I'm, uh, where I wanted to go with my career. Uh, you know, I really loved her take on my work. Um, and, uh, like she, 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 her and Monica there at, at St. Lucie are just such intelligent, wonderful people. I really am super excited, uh, you know, having a partner in my corner now. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's a long process, you know, and I've heard people dis describe this a little bit more. It's kind of like when you when you meet your partner, you know, you're, 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 you're like when I met my wife, I was like, oh, she's awesome. I love her. Like, you know, this is great. And it was like right away that I, I knew that something was great there. It's the same thing with a rep you have, it's, or any business relationship. You really have to yeah. be, be uh, you know, confident and know that uh, and trust them because you're essentially handing a big part of the business over to, to them to kind of help you and guide you to, you know, to grow and to and to go in the right direction and it can't and it can't all it's not always uh, doesn't always work mm -hmm. but i've been really thrilled with how it's going so far yeah that's cool man yeah because it is a tough thing because like you want to partner with someone who obviously like respects your work but then is also wants to work as hard as you're gonna work you know exactly it's it's hard to find and like i guess like what do you feel like they bring to the table for you or like what is it you are hoping for to like get out of it you That's think an, another really great question um for me personally i just i didn't even really completely think about this but just freeing me up to work and be mostly the creative on each product project mm -hmm. excuse me is has been wonderful you know uh we we can separate the business and the creative mm -hmm. and i can come in and have that relationship with uh you know photo editors and art buyers and really kind of not have to negotiate uh with uh you know budgets and and stuff like that i mean it, it really kind of allows it it's freed me up to kind of uh, you know, be more open to trying things and, and to not have to worry about that stuff as much. Yeah. That being said, you still have to be a part of that. And I, and I love being a part of that. And, and you have to have, be with a rep that, uh, you feel confident in and, and like, in, in, and make sure that, you know, you guys are all on the same page yeah. and, you know, and so, but for the most part, yeah, it's just been great. I mean, 
I was just in California and did a couple of jobs and some meetings back there, and they lined you know the majority, if not all of it, up. For Why me. they set you up the meetings, and everything? Yeah, and like for me personally, I don't even know how I would have been able to accomplish as much as we did without their super hard work and their support. Like, yeah. and so that that alone, it's just it's just been remarkable. That's cool, man. This gives you another gear. Like, totally, I agree. Yeah, and it's like you know you you, you have somebody you, you you know you're a boxer and you get you got somebody in your corner kind of cheering you on. Yeah, I mean, that too, that emotional support is great you know like, like get your shit together man <laughs> uh, but that and then also you know like yesterday the morning of the shoot it was 7 a.m and and my rep texted me you're gonna kill it like have a great shoot like that's good those man. little things like it's really it's really kind of helps and uh it just is it's fun to kind of share it with people you know and be like hey look at what we got you yeah. know and it's 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 been really motivating that's exciting man and uh you know another thing i was i've actually never talked about anybody with this uh, but looking uh -oh. at your website no it's nothing <laughs> bad but i was actually kind of curious about because i don't know much about it mm -hmm. um being that you're shooting like a lot of celebrities and stuff yeah, like sure. a part of your business is like syndication yeah and i look uh, i think you do your syndication through redux i do um yeah how does the syndication process work and is that like yeah how does it i don't really know much about it yeah sure sure yeah. uh i'm syndicated through redux and then i also through st lucy has a, a part of the syndication as well okay um but f but yeah redux is fantastic they have a great team of people you send them over images uh you know once they clear uh, the especially for editorial uh you know once they clear the embargo period which is normally yep. about 90 days per or 60 to 90 days depending on the publication mm-hmm and then, you know, there's they have a large database, and you kind of give them the new images, uh, celebrity business people. I mean, there's it's similar to stock in the sense that I think people are looking like, hey, uh, we mentioned Robert De Niro. Oh, Robert De Niro has a new project out. Yeah, we can't afford to do a produce the shoot, or we don't have time for it. So we're gonna look online and see the most current De Niro photo. Then hopefully your photo is you know the one that they're, they're looking for. Yeah, and then Redux, you know has the the back end and they take a cut of that and then you uh you know the the photo's ready there to yeah. go and you hopefully get a nice check at the end of the month that's interesting does so does redux set the price for you or do they call you and be like uh x y and z magazine wants to use your photo like does this price work for you or how does it generate how does that sometimes process? it's it it it, it changes depending on the, the publication sometimes mm -hmm. the publications like hey this is how much we have what do you think yeah and then and then there's also set prices that okay. i'm sure that is depending on you know the level of publication you know the amount of copies and syndication and all that other stuff yeah uh, then it goes from there that's interesting man that must be a great you get those emails it's like oh man it's free money baby <laughs> <laughs> send it over direct deposit <laughs> it is nice when it happens yes uh that's really cool and uh you know a few more questions of course man uh one shoot i was actually really excited to talk to you about uh oh, you had the opportunity to photograph Stuart scott uh really cool photo it looked like you photographed him in his house it looked like um how was it how was that experience because he's just such a legendary uh espn guy um oh, unfortunately he passed away a few years back but it as it, it seemed like it must have been a pretty amazing shoot uh, i'm really yeah i'm really glad that you brought that uh shoot up i'm, I'm really proud of that uh collaboration with Stuart. um yeah, that was from Men's Health a couple years back, and it was a story uh, about cancer and his battle with cancer. Um, so he was still very sick at the time, but the the way that the, the story was approached was it was him. Uh, I think the you know the, the title of the story was "F U Cancer," mm -hmm. and it was really about his approach. He was you know Stuart not to, was you know revolutionary in the sportscasting world at ESPN, and I mean he's so funny and like those commercials with yeah, White and Kennedy, so it's it just so amazing. <laughs> um, some of my favorites uh, of all time. Yeah. 
but yeah, so the, 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 the story was about him and what he decided to do. He decided to, instead of laying back and hoping that he would just, you know, do his chemo and get better, he decided to work at it. And so he, his approach was to kick cancer's ass. And he did, man. He, he, uh, we photographed him. He got into, uh, I believe it was, um, I'm going to blank on it, not Muay Thai, but um, oh, I'm blanking Some on it. Some type of boxing or something. It was like wrestling. The, uh, M- MMA? Um, yeah, MMA. Thank you. Sorry yeah. about that. He got into MMA and he would do MMA in the mornings, go to chemo, and then after chemo, he'd do P90X at his house. Yeah, that guy was a beast. I the saw guy, <laughs> and he was in great shape when I saw him, you know, when he was all, he was very, he was, you know, very muscular. He was, he was working out. He looked good. And, you know, that was just his approach. Uh, unfortunately, about a year after the story came out, you know, he did pass. Yeah. But he was just the sweetest guy, and you know we, we photographed him at the MMA studio with his uh, his you know his coach, yep. and then at home doing uh, you know P90X, and it was just a really amazing story wow. to be a part of and to see like the tenacity that somebody has uh, you know when up against such a horrible disease like that, mm-hmm. and it was really one of those shoots where again meeting a, a you know a childhood hero of mine yeah. uh, and then also to have a story that really uh, was a powerful message is mm. just that's like why I got into this business to begin with and and he was great man he hit me up on Twitter private <laughs> messaged me he's like hey I love the photos wow. when can I get a copy that's a good guy and I still have that uh, the DM saved in my Twitter Damn. And, and, and he's a He's, you know, I, I miss Stuart. He's a really nice guy. And, uh, you know, and, and we, uh, his, our thoughts are always with his family, his two daughters, who are, are wonderful people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what they're all had to go through. But he's, he was a really great experience that it will, I'll always uh, cherish. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like, I think anytime anybody will invite you into their home to photograph them, I feel like those are kind of some of the best photos you're going to get. Like, it was like, it I wasn't agree. the photo you shot of him. It wasn't like this super lit thing. I think he was just sitting on his couch. But right. it was because, like, a lot of the photos you see, of that guy it's like he's in a suit he's on the espn desk right. so i think that's why i really like obviously i really respect him and i loved all the work he did but it was just kind of you got to get a glimpse into his life that most people didn't get you know oh thanks alex yeah i really i really appreciate that that was kind of the goal and it was just like again like him opening up I mean, such a personal story and you know and opening up his uh you know his view of how he's gonna accomplish and try to try to cope with uh, this disease yeah. and, and, and I mean it brought a lot of inspiration to me and to, uh, to my family and, yeah. and, and friends and it was a really wonderful uh, story to be a part of yeah it was cool man and uh, thanks yeah I guess just to kind of wrap up I was just kind of curious uh, I guess moving forward do you kind of have any goals for your photography or like any kind of projects you're hoping to work on in the future yeah I, I, I do have lots of goals I mean I'm, I would love uh, now I'd love I've been working and doing more commercial work which I really really enjoy Mm. i mentioned the smallness of editorial that i really really love i also love the you know collaborating with all the different artists and in in different agencies and and trying to accomplish things from you know the amazing people and props that build build awesome rooms and studios and you know and then creative directors and art directors and everybody that uh, you know you you can bring you know visions uh, their visions to life i always feel that that's really fun so i hope to do more of that yeah um you know but really I just hope to continue to be able to get calls to, uh, you know, to meet uh, interesting people that are doing interesting things. I mean, I feel very fortunate that you know, I, you know, you know, you and I get to like take these little boxes with us yeah. into these rooms and capture and and remember these memories and capture these moments with people that we, you know otherwise we maybe not, wouldn't meet. Mm. I think that's a really 
great and motivating thing. I really enjoy it. That's exciting, man. Well, uh, Patrick, man, thanks for taking the time to do this. And I guess uh, for people listening, where's the best place to check out your work? Oh, yeah, the plug. Yeah, the plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can check out my work at my website, which is my, my full name, patrickjamesmiller.com. And then uh, I'm on Instagram as well, at patrickjamesmiller. Perfect, man. I'll link it and people will go check it out. And uh, thanks so much. Thank you, Alex. And thanks again for having me. We, You know, at the photo community, it's been really supportive. It's been really great to be on the, the podcast. I really love what you're doing, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. So there you have it. That was the Patrick James Miller interview. I want to thank Patrick so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. It was a real pleasure getting a chance to speak with him in depth about all his work and experience within the photography business. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it, too. Definitely go check out Patrick's website at patrickjamesmiller.com as well as on Instagram. You can find him at Patrick James Miller. And as always, I'll be having weekly podcasts every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, as well as on my website, alexgagnephoto.com, and on my Instagram at alexgagnephoto. Thanks so much for listening and take care. <laughs>